Welcome to Fireplace Conversation, a podcast brought to you by Lapid Leaders Africa. I am your host, Isaac Maritim. And today we are talking about character and your journey in entrepreneurship. And our guest for the show, this is just more or less a continuation of the conversation we had on episode one. And our guest for the show is Esther Mwaniki. In the true African fashion, let me just lay down a few stories, or rather a story around this. So we live in a society where the current generation have been told that they never look past their nose. That means that we are microwave, we are short term, and we never play for the long run. We want it now, we want it today, and we want it done, and we want our prizes and accolades today. So. Now that you've started your entrepreneurship journey after the, the fire being sparked, what are some of the things that you should know as you start, as you go uh, further ahead? So in, our guest today will share a bit about our story and a few gems around how you can build character on your journey. Without further ado, I'd like to welcome Esther Mwaniki and she will introduce herself once again for our viewer out there who hasn't had a chance to listen to the first recording of the podcast. Thank you, Isaac, and welcome again to this podcast. Uh, I like the conversation that we are starting around character. I think the biggest distinguisher of entrepreneurship is around character. So it's one thing to have gone through the journey and figured out what you want to do, but it's another to have the character to build businesses. And as I thought about this, one of the things I remembered is, and it's, um, it's my dad, and a while back we were traveling in our rural home and he was telling me stories about how he grew up and how his brother is sort of the one who sort of uh, looked after him and I remember hearing those stories and they're stories that everybody has had many times of the of the headaches of the struggle that it has gotten them that has allowed them to get to where they are when I think about character I think if there's a continent that is naturally attuned towards building character it's Africa and I think when I think about character, the other thing that comes to mind that's most important is for people to have grit. And I will talk about that. But I remember listening to my dad and thinking he built grit naturally by him walking all this space. He naturally had grit. And some of the great things he's done today is because of that grit. Unfortunately, now, and I interact a lot with a lot of millennials, and as you said, the microwave generation, there's this thing of I'm a business person and this business should grow pop and make me money pop. And if even I can make money from hot air, the better. But as we start this conversation, it's to sort of set the pace that you will never, ever, 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 ever be an entrepreneur if you do not have the character that uh, has what it takes to be an entrepreneur. All right. Thank you very much for that introduction. And maybe just to give a bit of ourselves also into the show. When I started my journey for entrepreneurship, uh, I expected to sign my first deed in the first two months first three months. So I'm burnt out in my savings and I haven't signed my first deals. And I'm living in a country where deals take two to three months to actually go through. Then it came to a point where I needed, I felt like I should quit. I guess then I did not have the character to actually build this business. And just going back to where you are, Lapid is now four years, is it? four years into it and what would you tell your younger self when you are just about to take the leap what are some of the things that you would tell yourself in regards to character and how the journey ahead laid because hindsight is always 40 40 true 
uh, I tell myself, Esther Wairimo Maneki, this journey will take years. <laughs> when I started Lapid, I thought it was almost similar to what you're saying. I thought it would be a journey of 10 minutes and we are, I mean, really, I'm a person who's worked for years. I know what I am doing. How hard can this be? And I see that with very many young people. And I think many mentors and leaders don't do justice to young people because we share the story at the tail end in terms of, I am a hero. My business is this great thing. Please aspire to be like me. And I think the, the idea is to inspire people to be great. But if you do not share the journey in between, I keep constantly going back to the Bible. And one of the things God tells the Israelites is remember, put up stones that you will use to remind your kids this is the journey I've taken you through. So if we don't share our journey from scratch, the good, the bad, and the ugly, we end up raising a generation that's living in air expecting that they will get deals in two months and sometimes they do but the honest truth is a business that's an ethical business takes time to build so for me the last four years and if i was to look back the one thing i'd tell esther is it will take time every greet that you have every bit of patience that you need you have at the moment it will come in handy one of the things that we talk about in the classes that i like is greet uh there's a person called angela duckworth who is a a professor in Stanford who has done quite a bit of study around what it takes for somebody to be successful. And this is someone in the Western world. And they say they, what she says is based on the studies that they've done, the most successful people are the most gritty people. People with the high levels of grit are the people who succeed. And they've done that research extensively. The person who succeeds as a spelling bee in a spelling competition, the person who succeeds in selling, the person who succeeds in a career, the person who succeeds in entrepreneurship is the person with a high level of grit and she defines grit as passion and perseverance for very long-term goals and some of the things that start sticking that definition is passion of course passion is a big thing and we don't struggle with passion by the time i was entering the work this lapid journey i was passionate about raising the next generation of african leaders so that was the easy part but the part that i did not know about was the perseverance part and not just passion and perseverance for very you know when a person from the western world tells you very long term. Now add several varies for an African setting. So for very, very long term goals. And that for me is the advice I give people and it's my own advice. You cannot build a business here unless you have great passion and perseverance for very, very long term goals. Because the environment we live in is heavily broken. And so though I feel like we've just started our journey, we probably have just laid one stone and we have a long way to go. And so four years ago, I've told myself, Esther Wairimo Moniki, grit. All right. As we discuss grit, uh, most of the times in the spaces, the podcast I listen to, mm. uh, I, I like something that connects to where I am today. How does that then uh, perseverance, how do I build that? What is the mental model that I need to build today? Do I have to go to a friend and talk to them and ha have them hold me accountable to mm. the journey itself? Because I cannot say today, I am an entrepreneur. The first deal doesn't come for the next two months. The next month, I'm some somebody else. Mm. You know, how do I build that perseverance, that grit, as you say? Mm. How do I do that? That's a fantastic question. And the first place is to know how gritty you are. So 
And how you know how gritty you are is based on where you are at the moment. I meet with people who are working and they tell me, Esther, I can't wait to quit. I go and build this great thing. But I ask simple questions around where you are. Are you gritty? When you meet with a boss who is perhaps not the best, the next day, do you wake up and go? When you meet with a headache, as life is built to have, do you wake up and go? I, again, I like biblical examples. I love Paul. Paul talks about how three times his ship wrecked. Three times he was beaten, but every time he woke up and he went to get the work done. So the first point is ask yourself where I am, because imagine you will not become gritty because you've gone to business in school. Are you gritty at workplace in your interaction with the supervisors? Are you gritty? Perhaps the biggest thing that you need to focus on now is not starting a business. It's building the character of being gritty. And I like, I think that's, if you ask me, that's what God was doing with Moses in the 40 years. This guy was going to be leading highly rebellious slave mentality people and they will frustrate his life. So he had better have lived in the wilderness for 40 years and thrived and survived because then he can be able to lead the Israelites. So the first thing is audit yourself. Where am I in my greed levels? And if you find, as you're likely to find that your greed levels are low, Ask, where can I build this grid level? So for me, there are several ways that you can build grid. Um, one, and this is a mistake within our education system. The best place to build grit is actually from an education perspective. I'm currently reading about some schools in U.S. And one of the big missions that are currently going on in U.S. and haven't gotten caught the wave is there's a huge move towards building character in education. So they have realized that the education they've had from the past generations back, Abraham Lincoln time, it used to build character. Now character is not a big deal. And so a lot of professors are doing a lot of research to figure out how do we build back character into our education. Unfortunately, as Africans, we are emulating the West at the moment. And so our education has become about IQ, not EQ. What studies have shown is you can be very smart, but if you're not gritty, which is what EQ is about, you will not be successful. And so they're building their education to have performance character. Performance character builds around greed, about around self-control, around perseverance. They're building their, their education to have issues around moral character, integrity and compassion, civic character around how do we have a responsibility to our country as kids are growing up. And so... The first thing was knowing where you are. But the second thing is we must, and I talk now, not necessarily even to the person who is in education, but we must constantly ask within our education systems, are we building people to be gritty? So do we give them tasks that allow them to build the muscle for perseverance? Africa is not America. And that's a reality. And so if our education is not, and that's what my father had before. My father had a, an education that did not spare him. He walked. And I'm not necessarily saying that we need to get people to walk kilometers, but there are very many ways that education can build grit. The third thing, and perhaps the one that maybe is more relevant to the people who will listen is, and I will go back to this, and unfortunately I will never end this story, is serve. <laughs> you know what serving does is, when you're serving under somebody else where you're not benefiting, what it does is it teaches you to delay gratification. You are, so for example, for you, Isaac, you served as uh, one of the leaders within the council and you were not doing it for yourself. What that does is you're dealing with people who you can't, so it's on voluntary basis. You can't beat them, you can't harass them, and, yet, and you also you can't quit. And so what that does is it builds a level of grit that you will use as you build your business. So find spaces where you can serve that will build your grit. For me, when I served in prison, 
I can tell you stories of how we used to arrive in Nairobi West Remand and we would stay out for an hour. Or how we would try and figure out how we can speak to prison guys who have nothing to gain from our conversation directly and yet inspire them so that every week they are listening to us. That built a level of greed. The places I worked were hardcore. Hardcore, hardcore, hardcore. What did it do? And I'm not necessarily saying hardcore is the way to go, but I'm saying it built greed. So where are you at the moment in terms of your grit levels and what are the environment, what is around you that can build grit? But in the final end, it is your own personal responsibility to build perseverance and self-control. All right. I sometimes find that the conversation around grit and building perseverance gets lost in, you know, drawing parallels between it and saying, I stubbornly stick to this task. I'd like to ask you something. Where does response and the adaptability play to this because if I'm stuck doing this thing and I'm like I cannot quit but I'm not seeing the results around it mm. how does awareness to what is happening and the feedback and the response I'm getting mm. uh, inform my grittiness mm. if it's not working it's not really working mm. when is it okay to walk away from it because mm. okay there is a, a saying that says madness or rather stupidity is doing the same same task mm. and getting the same same results mm. Or expecting different results. So where, when is it okay to walk away from something mm. and not discount grit? Mm. I look at it differently. I think the question is not what, where is the point to walk away. The question is at what point do I stop learning? Until you're done learning, you have no reason to walk away. Though, and it's perspective. So let me give an example. For example, the last two months I've been on a sabbatical break from Lapid and I was very exhausted. In fact, in my mind, I just thought I'm done with this whole thing called Lapid. But as I took a break, I got a different perspective around the last four years, regardless of whether Lapid becomes what I think it can be or not, have changed my life. And so it's not even if I decided to walk away, it's not walking away. It's. At what point do I stop learning? And so, and I like the quote, the quote you've given of um, it's madness to continue to do the same thing and expect different results. The point is of grit is not necessarily perseverance and sticking with it. It's sticking with it and learning from it. So it's being able to say, okay, so I'm trying to build a media company and sticking with it perhaps two years and I have, I'm seeing no results. Sit down, have a meeting with yourself. What is wrong? Change, go back. So what you've just said is actually the right way to go about it. I mean, when you think about even Moses, in his 40 years, what builds him is his interaction with Jethro. So have people around you who hold you accountable. Uh, and don't look at it from performance that I will gain this thing. Look at it from am I learning. Right. If you look at it from am I learning, the pressure to quit becomes less because it's not about I will make Lapid the greatest organization that it can ever exist. Yeah. It's about the person I am becoming as I go through this process. Right. I, get, I, I like that, the person I'm becoming, who am I becoming as I go through this mm -hmm. process? And the continuous learning aspect also makes you be, in one way or another, very responsive uh, to what is going on around you and your strategy and tactics. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm sure listeners out there are not just only millennials. We have parents who are listening. We have mentors who are listening. And as you pointed out, the education system has to blame for not building grit. Also, you alluded to mentors not really uh, actually contributing to the microwave mentality mm -hmm. in the sense that they paint the glorious, mm -hmm. the price at the end, but they do not really say much about the price that you need to pay. So what do mentors need to do? And just following it up with what the Bible says, it says, 
one must consider the cost. Mm-hmm. And if you are painting the glorious end, mm-hmm. please kindly paint also the price. Mm-hmm. What do you have to say to mentors and how can they play a much more significant role in ensuring that the people they mentor have grit? Okay. So I think it's a pandemic that's not just African, but it's worldwide. The, there's some study that have been done and they were talking about how the early Girl Scout handbooks preached an ethic of self-sacrifice and self-efficacy. So the early Girl Guide Scout was not about me, myself, and I. It was about service. And they were talking about how the handbook of now has become about self-esteem. How are you feeling about yourself? Are you happy? And so then it's not, it's not just us. It's a pandemic across the world. The problem is we caught on in the pandemic and we are Africans. And I say that because one, Africa is built on virtues. I mean, I remember reading uh, somebody in Ghana talking about how growth was found in the context of communities. Mm -hmm. So as somebody served in communities, they were assumed to have grown. So the difference between a child and a grown warrior was that a warrior was expected to have a responsibility to the community. Mm -hmm. That's African. Our virtues and ethics have always been extremely strong. Right. It's the reason when you live in the West, you will see how kids cannot be beaten. Okay. The African culture is as close, if you ask me, as it gets to the biblical culture of spare the rod, spoil the child. And there's an argument around whether that is the right thing or not. Right. But the point is not the rod. The point is the ethics and the values. And so what am I saying? I think the final end, as parents, as educationists, we as mentors, we have a responsibility to ask what are the ethics and the values that make Africans Africans. When I hear, and I think the disconnect, I say it's a wild disconnect that's infiltrated. When I hear that parents go and they buy exams and give teachers to go and teach their kids, it tells me how far off we've gone. Because the point then has become IQ, getting an A, success at whatever cost. I have a close friend who got a D in the high school and right. they went, signed up for a certificate. They wanted to mm. become doctors. Okay. Certificate, they did a diploma. They're currently doing a PhD in public health. This person, D was perhaps based on today. It was the beginning and the end of the world. Okay. But the point is never the academics. The point is what character have you built in the person? If you inculcate the right character, they will do great things regardless of whether they have an A or a D. When we have these conversations about education and it starts and ends with, can we build marketable courses? We miss the point. The point of education is not necessarily marketable courses. That's one of the things it will do. But what it does is it builds thinkers. And the process of thinking is around greed. It's around character. So speaking to parents and education, the point is, can we go back to what is our responsibility? Our responsibility is not to build successful people. Our responsibility is to build character. And if we do a fantastic job in building character, then people will be successful. You know, it's interesting because one of the things that we do in LAPID is we do community service and we do a study trip to other countries. And that is where I always see how far off we've gone with these conversations of ethics. There is less and less responsibility to bigger picture things when people go, for example, to study trips and a high responsibility to self. The African culture is built around, I have a responsibility to my brother. Actually, if you define brotherhood based on the Western and the African culture, they are very, very different. Because brotherhood in African culture is about values and ethics. It's not about success. So to parents and to educationists, the point is your, go- your job is not to build successful people. Job is to build character. The rest will follow. All right. 
So character will sustain the children to be actually successful mm. and that it will also sustain them to define success differently. Mm. The way a parent defines success is not the way the kid will define success, mm. so to speak. So that is the conversation around character building and so far and the role that we have to do. But also it will be kind of very criminal to just discuss character and not just connect it to who we are as Africans. Mm. Sometimes we are told about things and we don't know that we have it in us because mm. for instance myself it's it's so easy to get to rationalize that i live in a very fast changing economy the global adaptation of things are very fast you know things have changed but ha- character still is the same that was the foundational things so instead of me rationalizing i have to realize that i have the capacity to still be you know uh, a more persevering person and it comes from me being african mm-hmm. i think there was an example where we were just talking off where um, africans used to be an apprentice somewhere else if you are a blacksmith you took up somebody who was young and then mm-hmm. took them up does that did that build character in a way and it perseverance did. and how then can we trans kind of transport that model to the current environment yeah. where we are having people serving uh, under us in order to build that just character which makes it a bit easier a big part of grit is actually what you just said um grit is actually building communities it's not possible to build grit outside communities and even all that research has shown that but actually if you ask me the person who did that very well was christ uh, grit is built through modeling and so because the disciples have had worked with him for many years the 12 disciples they'd seen this guy actually be crucified on the cross over what he believed in and because of that they will become disciples who are also greedy and so the african apprenticeship kind of way is a way of building greed that we often underrate if we all one have if you're running a business and you have one person that you you are working with and not working with them for just the success i keep saying but for working with them in meetings and being able to tell them eh uh, this is off then you will build that character all right uh so far so good this was our episode on building character on your way to on your entrepreneurship journey actually and what we have discussed is the problems around why we are not more gritty now and some of the few things that we have addressed is that the parents and the mentors need to play a role uh in this actually cultivating grit by going back to the values and the values that we held dear as african people also there are several mental models that we can use where we have somebody serving uh discipleship actually have somebody who is serving and let you look at what you are currently doing so that they can model you and build the perseverance so lastly what's your parting shot for this episode I want to end with a quote that I came across around uh, some guys from Ghana they're called Akan thinkers and they define character by saying that char- character comes from your actions. Character is not something you say I will become a character person, but it comes from your actions. They say to acquire virtue, a person must perform good actions that is morally acceptable actions so that they become habitual. So our job is to look for actions that will build our character and make that our reality if you can do that and for me that has been what has built the last 4 years it's that perception of i have a habit of going the extra mile then that becomes a character that you can build into your business all right as always this has been fireplace conversations and i have been your host 
Isaac Maritim and I will post a link to this in all our Facebook pages and also Instagram and Twitter. We'll also share the personal profile and the personal links to our guest speaker so that if you have follow-up questions to the conversation, you can actually reach out to her. The easier way would definitely be commenting with your suggestions, your insights that you drew from this, what we can improve and also further questions around the same. I'll do my best to connect you with our guest and do have a good time see you next time next place the location is still the same thank you